I hadn't, uh, I hadn't intended to be out here again tonight or to be podcasting or anything. You know, I've had reasons over the last little while not to discuss personal stuff. And I try not to. I do. Um, but it's, it's nights like this where I, I feel kind of, I don't know. I don't know what to feel. Um, my, my ex-wife is in the hospital. She's not in good shape. Um, and I, I don't know how I feel about that. And it's not, it's not a heartless thing. It's not that I don't care. It's, it's been over four years since that all ended. The anger for me is, is gone with, with all of that and with her. And honestly, lately we've been talking and getting along. Um, there were a lot of family bonds that got broken. I, I cannot stress enough to people who are struggling with that kind of thing to um, do whatever you got to do to maintain it. Like, if if you're not happy with something going on, fix it. If if it means getting out, then get out. I, I honestly I can't stress that enough. Um, and and it's 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 this whole I don't know how to feel. Um, I mean this this was a woman that was in my life for a decade and a half, and you know I'm I'm married now and I'm I'm happy. Yvonne is is just amazing. She's been um, really just a godsend. And there's a connection I have with with my wife I've never had with anybody, but. I don't wish ill on people. I think that's why I don't understand the troll thing. I think, I think that's what it is, because I, I don't. I don't wish ill on people. I don't get it. Um, I mean, even, for instance, when I, when I get a counterfeit jersey off eBay, and I could totally call out that eBay seller and get them trolled hard, and I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Because that seller may not have known it was, it was a counterfeit... And even if they did and I got suckered, well, it's on me for not doing my due diligence. And I'm not going to rat them out. I don't know very much about what's going on with my ex, but I, I know enough that I, I, I did an internet search and, and looked up some things. Her prognosis is not good. She's not old. And... I mean, I, I, I knew when we were together there were health stuff, health things that would go on, but it's just your everyday stuff. And, uh, I mean, I, I worry about my health too at times, but, you know, um, yeah, this is, this is, it's, it's not, it's not right. It's, it's not one of those things that I, again, you know, no matter what may have happened, no matter what may have been said in the past, you know, I, I had really believed that 
she was going to outlive me and she was, they were going to make a heck of a lot more money than I did and, you know, that she was going to come out ahead um, because she's got a lot of street smarts and, and she does. She's a survivor. Um, she, she went through a lot. Uh, she, she put her, she went through a, a lot of stuff. So, you know, I'm torn because I, I still got the hockey thing to do and I'm not going to stop doing that because, you know, that's, that's my job. I get up every day and I'm hockey. But at the same time, there's a part of me when I start up the camera going, am I heartless? Can I really do this? And, and for, for, for my, my family now and for where I am now, I, yes, I do and I have to. And I, honestly, my ex-wife wouldn't want the world to stop for her. I know that was one thing we talked about a lot. I mean, it was may sound morbid, but we, we did. Uh, there were a lot of conversations around illness and death because um, she had a, a fear of it, and I personally just don't like the idea myself, so I kind of avoid it. Um, just plan to live forever. Just leave it at that. And, uh, you know, we were... We were big on living. We were big on on the idea of when somebody passes that your your life goes goes on. And uh, I I know um, she was one of the more caring people I ever met. That when somebody did pass on, even if it was somebody she hadn't seen in years, she would cry for weeks. And it it was uh, that was one of the reasons that I I stayed as long as I did. That that it lasted as long as it did because we we both had that ability to have that compassion and again you know this isn't something that's going to come out when I'm, I'm talking about hockey this isn't something that's going to come out when I'm talking about a TV show or a movie or something like that but man I, I have I have this trip coming up next week and, and I have all these things that, that I'm going to do with my lovely wife and I'm I'm going to relish every moment. Um, one thing that I started thinking about a year ago, um, you know, when I'm working the the, the nine to five job, and sometimes that becomes a, a job where you're working six days, and sometimes the boss will come up to you, tap you on the shoulder, and go, "I need you to stay for another three hours today," and you're like, "Dude, I'm really tired. I can't stay three hours today." And he goes, "Well, we need you, so you have to stay." And you want to tell them where to go and how to get there, and you can't because you need your job. But somewhere along the way, I realized I, I didn't want to do that anymore. There's a video on the Entertainment Guy channel, and it's not one that gets a lot of views. It's kind of hidden. And it's of when uh, Yvonne and the kids and I, we went up to Mount St. Helens last year. That was when I was going through some personal tribulations as well. And... uh I, I came out of that trip to St. Helens and then us going to the, the total eclipse and I was ruined. I realized that, you know, I was in my forties and I had been busting my ass at dead end jobs from, from 18, um, and, and, uh, full-time dead end jobs since I was 21 and there was no end in sight and I, I needed to make that end happen any, any way I could because there's so much life that was passing me by and and when you realize you have less days ahead of you than you have behind you it's it's sobering and it's uh 
you know, it's really sobering tonight. Um, you know, there's... The the biggest thing with 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 YouTube and, and with my life now is I am more sedate than I was. Um, I'm definitely more uh, stable than I was. Because, you know, I was getting three or four hours sleep a night and, and I was working at a job I hated. And I had so much in my life I wasn't happy with. I didn't like my home. I didn't really like the town I was living in. I, I There was so much I didn't like. So it was a constant feeling of pressure on me uh, to just keep performing and, and don't let them know that you hate this, that you hate every minute of this and, and just keep going, just keep going. Because anytime I would, I would talk to people about it, I'd get told, suck it up. Suck it up, that's life. I remember thinking, I don't want that to be it. I don't. I want to do something else. But everything else I wanted to do involved a, a degree, going to school. And I'm like, well, geez, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, raise my kid here. I can't go to school and, and I don't have the money to go even if I wanted to. And then I watched other people I worked with trying to go back to school and ending up giving up on it because it just didn't work out. They weren't able to make it work. And uh, it was really disheartening, really discouraging. And, uh, yeah, I just, I've, I've watched it. Um... I remember, you know, at work, watching a man have a heart attack and die, watching it right in front of me, and uh, it was, it was, it was a life-altering moment for me, you know, to to be aware I I can't save this man, um, and 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 be aware that, you know, I'd I'd been the last thing he saw, and then that was it. He he was gone, and it was. Uh, it was hard, but I, I remember part of it being that his his last day at work, his his last words were that they were going to need a replacement for him. That that he as as he was falling to the floor, you're going to need to call a replacement. And I remember thinking, you know, that's that's sad. And there were other people like, oh, he's such a hard worker, and that that's you know that's just that's how he was. And I remember thinking, I don't I don't want that to be me. I don't want to be on a production floor or a retail job. I don't want to be just work, 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 and then just drop. It's just, I, I don't want that to be me. And, and that changed me that day. And, and there are other instances that have done that too. You know, I was always the one that, you know, whether it was at summer camp or with friends at high school or uh, even at work, that I'd be with a group of people and before long I would be off on my own I would be off on my own get down get down get down get down you can't come out no can't come out Bear's really upset that I'm out here without her anyways climbing the screen door that's going to help the the value of the door and its long life but no I remember I was always the one that I would end up on my own um, I had a, a camp I worked at and uh, we had the one week where we worked with, with blind campers and um, I bonded with this one kid about my age uh, we were both I was 19 I think he was 21 and uh, 
he got bored. There was one day he was he got bored, and he's like, "I've I've done this for years." And I said, "You want to go somewhere else?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "There's a whole campground they don't show you because they figure you're blind." So, what? Who cares? Doesn't matter. He said, "I'll take you down there." And he's like, "Sure." So we went down the hill, and I walked him around, and I walked him around all these areas that he never went into, the huge auditoriums and all these different areas, you know, huge fields and whatnot, and I let him, you know, I mean, it. I think just because he doesn't have vision doesn't mean he doesn't want to go anywhere, so I took him all over the place, I remember him saying, aren't you going to get in trouble? And I was like, just pretend you wandered off, you're blind, you just walked in the wrong direction and kept going, and uh, it was... It was those things that that made me different from other people, and sometimes that got me in trouble. But I was always the one that would wander off, whether it was with friends. I'd be like, well, they're all hanging around, and, oh, the stars are really pretty tonight. And I think, you know, if I could ditch these guys and just lay under these stars, they'd probably think I'm a pretty good story. So that's what I do. Ditch my buddies, lay under the stars, and just whatever I don't know and and that that spirit is is what kind of enables me to be able to do the channel the way I do it and to put the dedication into it because it's kind of me going off on my own um yes I do take requests on the odd occasion and yes I do often change the videos from what are requested into something else that might be on the same topic but it might be from a different angle but uh you know that that ability to go off on my own it's it's why anytime somebody says well aren't you worried about somebody else copying you and doing this well they can report on it they can do videos they they might be able to you know have the the video editing stuff that I don't do and and all of these other bells and whistles that everybody has yelled at me for years you need this you need this you need this if you're going to succeed but in the beginning, people were subscribing to, to just hear me, to, to hear my opinions. So you, you can't you can't be me. Um, you know, on TV, my, my favorite show, one of my favorite shows has always been The Daily Show. But when it went from Jon Stewart to Trevor Noah, it went from a 15 out of 10 to about an 8 out of 10. It's still the same show. The writing's still good. I still laugh once in a while, but not like when Jon Stewart was on there. Because it can be the same show, but with a different host, it's not the same show. Even YouTube itself, there how many times have there been channels that do really, really well, and then they change a host, or somebody moves on. They're like, well, I'm done. I'm just going to move on. And so that person moves on, and it's over. That's it. Channel's dead. That's it. It's done. So yeah, I I don't really worry about that too much because I already worry about enough. I I I watch um I watch things with the channel quite a bit. Always. It's uh kind of the way I do things. I stress. But circling back to what started this tonight. And, and my ex and you know deep down I always I always cared more for her than she did for me and that's a tough situation and and if I could offer any advice it would be don't don't do that 
<laughs> don't, just don't. If you're with somebody and you're like, well, I love them more than they love me, but just don't, that's bad. Um, it's, it's not a, not a good way to live. Um, make sure that you're with somebody who loves you just as much as you love them and vice versa. If they love you more than you love them, that's bad. Um, it's, it's not a matter of doing them any favors by sticking around. Um, and that's, it's harsh and it sounds heartless and it sounds horrible, but I only say that because it's been my experience over the last few years that, yeah, there's a better life. I found someone better. Life got better. And, you know, I, I have complete and total faith that other people will be able to do that too. You know, if I can do it, and it might sound kind of kind of weird, but if I can do it, anybody can do it. All right, well, I almost petted the bunny, but she ran off. It's really antisocial today. Not sure why. No, I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure what happened to the bunny that made her antisocial. But she's really antisocial today, aren't you, bunny? Anyways, so I've got all that on my brain while there's all this free agent talk going on, and I probably would have done other videos tonight, but I just did the quickie and uh, just on, you know, sentimental attachment to certain players because I saw it on the Canuck forum, to be honest. I'm watching guys talking about, we should get this guy, and we should get this guy, and oh, if this guy's a free agent, we should get him. And I'm like, to play where? To replace who? How many mediocre forwards can you fit on one team? How many mediocre defensemen do you want? Are we going to play seven lines? Biggest complaint I've had about the Canucks, and this goes back a long, long, long time, is that they'll pick up, they'll pick up mediocre players from other organizations, betting that things are going to turn around when they're a Canuck. And it makes no sense, because they don't. They just don't. It's it's frustrating as a fan. So when I see when I see fans talking about it, and then you have a GM that goes reclamation project, it's like, oh, why don't do more reclamation projects, please? Just let the kids develop, develop from within Utica. Just have faith in your system, have faith in your team. And if if they're going to fail, fine, let them fail spectacularly. But don't bring in mediocre guys to help. Uh, no, I'm not mentioning names. Because the last thing I want to do is, is have somebody say, oh, he called this player mediocre or that player mediocre. Nobody's truly a mediocre player if they make the NHL. But if you want your team to contend and win a Stanley Cup, there are certain players who won't fit in that lineup. And And that's always been the key for me as I look at a lineup and say, okay, is this lineup good enough? Is If, if okay... So let's say with the Capitals, somebody's a free agent, and I say to myself, okay, would the Capitals want them? No. Okay, so the Canucks want them. Yes. Are they settling for having a roster that is less talented without bringing in young kids and rookies? And, and this is a veteran guy who's been bouncing around for a long time. Why? And and there have always been players that get signed on July 1st, and I'll go, why? And and people get offended. People will always get offended. Be like, oh, well, you know, that's terrible. How can you say that? 
Um, yeah, it's it's just some people I feel that way about that they're sort of wise in my mind. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know how else to put it. I really don't know how else to put it. I wish I had some kind of a um, a gauge to use, but anyways. I'm I'm done for tonight, I think. 20 minutes should be long enough for rambling. And uh, this is probably in part because um, with my ex in the hospital, I don't have any way of, of reaching out to her, any way of telling her I hope she's okay. I had, I had always kind of assumed deep down that I was going to go. Um, you know, um, that was always sort of the plan. And uh, then I, I found a reason to get up in the morning. I found a reason to, 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 to make this work. And the channel was part of it. Honest to God, the channel was a big part of what turned my life around. Um, and and I, I, I got my confidence back. And then I found a woman that, you know, really loved me the way that I, I didn't think was possible. And here I am. And uh, so I thank anybody who's listening to this who has who's helped along the way. And uh, hug people extra tight tonight. Um, for me, uh, not complete strangers. I don't want people saying I got thrown in jail because of you. That's not good. Don't hug complete strangers. Uh, don't... Yeah, and, and, and anything beyond that, you know, goosing and all, don't, don't, none of that, that's not good. Don't, don't do that either. I, I guess I should have really thought this through before I said it. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I don't know a good way to end this. Um, just always make sure the people in your life that matter, uh, that, that they know that they matter. Um, I, I do that every day. I make sure that my wife knows how much I care. And every night I ask her if she knows. And I look her in the eye when I ask her. And I make sure every night that that is understood between the two of us. So we can move into the next day knowing how much we care about each other. Because I know how it feels to be in a relationship where you're not sure. And that uncertainty can be can be a sign of, of things not necessarily being good. If there's any one regret I have in regards to my ex, it is that um, that we were together as long as we were and that she didn't have the life she's led for the last four years a lot sooner. Uh, we should have been gone our separate ways much, much sooner and she should have had a better life and I should have had a better life much earlier than we did. But... You know, the cards are dealt as they are, and, and we thought we were doing the best we could, and I, I hope I get to talk to her again. I, I really do. Um, I would I would really like to get an email or, or a call from her in the next week saying, I'm okay, it wasn't that bad, um, I'm fine, uh, I'll go see a doctor once a week for the next little while, but I'm okay. That would uh, That would make me feel a lot better. Um, so yeah, there you go. A little more subdued than, than maybe you guys are used to from me. Um, but it, it's not something I thought I would do a video on. Uh, it's not something I wanted to throw up there on YouTube. I wanted to talk to you guys as Shannon. And, uh, thank you to each and every one of you that listen. And, uh, you know, I'll get up tomorrow 
and I'll do my videos and I'll, I'll do my job. Um, but no, uh, and, and know this, and this is true. Um, social media has been, been kind of crazy. I'm getting a lot of messages regularly, so I, I can't answer them all. I can't go through them all. It's, 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 it's honestly getting to the point where it's, it's a lot. And yet, um, there have been a couple of cases, um, with, with long time subscribers and people that my wife and I've got to know where, uh, people have reached out to us because they've been depressed and upset and, and we've, we've actually physically gone to be with them and make sure they're okay. So that's something I've learned over the years too. Um, you know, if somebody says that they're upset and they need help, go to them. Um, don't just pay them lip service and say, oh, well, you'll be fine tomorrow. Because uh, I got a lot of that a few years ago, and it, it doesn't help. And it doesn't help when you have people telling you, well, that's life. Suck it up, buttercup. It just doesn't help. All right, I promise. That's it for me at 25 minutes. And uh, you people are amazing for having listened this long. And uh, I, I really hope I'm, I'm not uh, getting... Um, a phone call in the next few days about my ex-wife because uh that'd be hard hey i mean i'm you know we're not together anymore and and i don't regret that we're not together but it doesn't mean i don't love her on some level and i won't for the rest of my life because i will um you can't raise kids with somebody and and live with somebody and go through uh, major shit with somebody for years and and I don't mean against each other I mean with each other where uh, we helped each other through some really rough times when my father passed away she helped me uh, when when her father passed away I helped her um, we we were there were good times there were moments that we were there for each other uh, there were moments I stood up for her there were moments she stood up for me it's easy to look back and look back at all the ugly and all the bad and how it ended, but there there were some moments, there were some genuine moments there. So it is those moments I think of tonight when I think of her. And, uh, you know, I, I want to get a call tomorrow that this is all just, it's not as bad as it sounds and it's not that big a deal and she's okay. Um, the odds of that are slim, to be completely honest. And then, uh, yeah, so, um, wish her well, <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I will do what she would have wanted me to do, which is keep going, keep going, live your life, do everything you can. Um, I'll close with this. When we were still together, there was, uh, there was one night, um, where we were talking about what would happen if if we found each other cheating, which is weird. I know it's weird, but I said, to, you know, she said, well, you know, if you if you cheated on me, I wouldn't be that upset. And I said, are you serious? If you saw me making it with some girl in the parking lot, you'd be okay with that. And I was, she, and her answer was, well, yeah, because you'd be happy. And I said, you're crazy. I said, if I looked in the parking lot and saw some guy making out with you I hope he's ready to dance because I'm grabbing my hockey stick and I'm jumping off the balcony straight at his head <clears throat> he better be ready to dance I don't care how big he is um, and I meant it but 
you know, her, her hope was that I would be happy. And even when we split up, uh, all of her messages to me were, I, I just want you to be happy. You haven't been happy with me for years. So, yeah. Um, I will take that to heart. So I will do my best in the coming days to be happy. If I seem a bit down in videos, uh, you guys who are listening to this will know why. I will not discuss it on the channel. Um, it's it's an uncomfortable topic, and, and it's due to um, certain other events that have taken place recently. I can't discuss anything personal on my channel at all. So um, I don't do that. I don't do it. There's no videos with anything personal anymore. It's done. Uh, even on Patreon, I can't which sucks because there are a lot of patrons on there that I, I really value their friendship. I do consider them friends. And I, I really, I could probably use talking to some of them right now. But, you know, you got to roll with it. And I'm going to do my best to be happy. And I hope people listening to this will do their best to be happy too. Love you guys. I mean it. I'm done this time. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And I promise the next one will be about hockey.